You're listening to season three of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I've been planning events, workshops, retreats, and socials for almost 20 years. After working with so many incredible clients and entrepreneurs, and personally experiencing hardship in life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me with a coffee or cocktail as I connect with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business and how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Today on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, I'm chatting with Deborah Shepard. Based in Sydney, Australia, she is a mentor, lifestyle strategist, entrepreneur, podcaster, and creator of the Simplicity Impact Formula. She is passionate about teaching women how to create more ease, joy, meaning, and impact in their life and business. Bringing people together, building community, raising awareness, and sharing extraordinary stories that inspire, empower, and support others has always been a passion of Deborah's. She has spent 20 years working in the media, communications, PR, and social media areas and understands and has personally experienced high levels of stress, exhaustion, and even burnout. Today, as the creator of the Simplicity Impact Formula, Deborah is passionate about helping women, leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners simplify life with the Simplicity Impact Formula so they can have more ease, joy, meaning, and impact in their life and business. She is an absolute gem, and I am so excited for you to listen to our beautiful conversation today. Grab a coffee or cocktail and tune in. Hello, Deborah. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Kimberly. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So I had the pleasure of uh, being on your incredible podcast a little while back. And I just obviously with my business name being Celebrating Simple Life and what you do in your business all around um, simplicity just spoke to me immediately when I met you on Instagram. And as I was saying to you before we started recording, how I wish I was in Australia right now, as things are getting so cold here in Canada. (laughs) We're we're slowly warming up, slowly warming up. Yes, totally. (laughs) I would, I would love to chase, chase, uh, chase summers and be in Australia right now. So maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll be back there. But I did have the pleasure of visiting there a couple of years ago in Sydney where you live. And I was smitten and fell in love with Australia from the moment we landed. And I did not want to come back home because I felt like there was so much more to see. It's just such a beautiful and diverse and different places and up the coast. And I just mm, loved it. Absolutely loved it. (laughs) It's absolutely beautiful and I'd love for you to come back so we can catch up in person. We will make that a plan. And especially now while travel is limited, I need many, many things to look forward to, to get through this winter. (laughs) Yes. I think, I think we've all been really, it's, yeah, it's been a very different year. I'm very much looking forward to a holiday and, and travel. And yeah, I think it's something everybody's looking forward to and hoping for. Isn't that the truth? So Mm. I wanted, I have so many things that I'm excited to chat with you about today. And I wanted to just kind of dive right in and hear a little bit more about your background and how you got started as an entrepreneur and then getting directed into becoming a lifestyle strategist. Yes, it's, um, it's a long story and I suppose everybody's got a quite a long story, but it's been a, it's been a great one, an interesting one. And I started out actually in marketing and PR in communications and where I did some events as well and, and social media. And I've always been very passionate about communication and storytelling and teaching others, inspiring others and and you know sharing extraordinary stories and I as soon as I left school I wanted to study PR which I did and went straight into that industry working in corporate communications 
sort of in, in private enterprise and also in government and absolutely loved it and ran lots of events and, and worked in the media as well. And I was in that, oh gosh, working in that space for maybe about 15 years and then 11 years ago, I severely injured my arm, my elbow, which actually was a catalyst for me leaving a nine to five that I have to say I absolutely loved so that I could focus on my well-being. And it was an interesting time because, you know, I know that you work in events and when I was in events and corporate communications and it, it moves so fast, they're fast-paced industries and I really love that. I thrived on that hurried lifestyle and also the industries are always changing and evolving So and I really loved it. And then I had severely injured my arm and then I at that time I have to say I was forced to stop and go back to basics I needed um, well I moved back in with my parents so that they could help me um, look after myself and it was quite a long recovery and so I went back to basics and I had to simplify my life and start living in a new way and say goodbye to this fast-paced hurried lifestyle that I loved and sort of move into a slower and simpler life which which um was a challenge at the time but looking back you know it was the start of something something incredible and I after sort of a long recovery with my arm I wanted to get back into PR and and social media was you know you know, just starting then and it was building up and I could see the potential there. And I, again, I loved it. I loved the nature of the industry and I built a social media consultancy from the ground up and worked with amazing clients in Australia and overseas, helping them connect, communicate, engage and build relationships online using social media. Um, I could see so much potential potential there for businesses to build relationships and to really build communities that supported their business. And again, I loved my clients and absolutely loved the work. And there came a time when my life and business was moving fast again and I was in this fast-paced, hurried lifestyle and I had so much going on and I started to feel quite stressed and overwhelmed and anxious. And I know, like for me, being an entrepreneur, I was about, oh, I think about seven years into the business, so passionate about what I do and you know, I could work 24-7 if I allowed myself to. <laughs> because it's, it's, I don't see it as work. I, I really feel that I'm here to help and support other people. And, you know, it's, oh, it's so easy, I think, just when you're that passionate, just to spend all that time. And I got to a point where I was pushing myself, pushing through and feeling quite stressed. At the same time, absolutely loving it. And, I also had a deep knowing that I was here for more and realised that social media was actually the start of something much bigger. And because over the years in business, I've seen the high levels of stress and overwhelm and burnout, particularly amongst women. And, you know, I've got my hand up here. I've been there myself. And, and I can also see that people weren't achieving what they wanted to achieve sometimes in their business because they were pushing so hard and they were doing it all and just focused on doing all these external things rather than sort of really slowing down and connecting with themselves. And I knew from my personal experience that really hustling, which is one word I really don't like, hustling and pushing <laughs> through day after day, if you're not at your best for yourself or for anyone else. And it really can have this ripple effect across you know, all areas of your life. And it's not living like that isn't sustainable. So, and I took some time away from that business to transition into something new. And today I'm on a mission to teach women how to simplify their life it's not about stopping everything I have to say that but how to simplify their life so that they can have more ease and more joy and experience more impact and success you know in their life and in their business so yeah that was it in an, that's the short version of the story well I absolutely love that and I love that you shared 
from the beginning how you almost fell like you kind of fell into it twice, right? You were yes. forced to stop with your injury. And I think people like us who are used to moving at a really fast pace, like you pretty much have to have something like physically stopping you from doing things because yes. I know for myself too, I had a similar experience in our life where it wasn't me, but it was my daughter having a health diagnosis that was very chronic and very serious that finally forced me to make some really big changes in my life. And over the years, in the eight years since then, same as you, I find myself getting back into different patterns. And it happens again. And I feel like I'm in a place like that right now where I have too much on the go and I need to kind of press reset and be back to basics. And that is so much easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. And I think we're, you know, I, I like being busy. The industries I was in, I were in a super fast pace and, and like the event industry. And and I think life in itself, there's this expectation that we need to fill every single second of the day and do it all and work longer and overcommit ourselves and, and especially in business, you know, do all the things. And it's so easy to get caught up in, in that fast-paced, hurried lifestyle. And I'm certainly not perfect and I, and I get caught up in it now, but I've just you know, I have some tools and processes in place that help bring me back, but it, it's so easy to, to be in that space, to be totally. in that. Totally. Yeah. Well, and so what were you like in the transition period of moving from your business and taking a break and deciding that you needed to be doing something different, that you had a bigger purpose, what were you noticing going on around you? And I guess with, with women that you were having conversations with in different areas of your life that, that led you to eventually starting the simplicity impact formula that you offer today. How, how did it, how do you get driven to that spot? Oh, it's just, life. It was really interesting, actually. I I took a few months away from the business because I knew I was caught up in that. I was feeling very stressed and anxious and I, and I knew that social media was just the start of something else, but I wasn't sure what that was. And I worked with an incredible coach who, um, who was helping me through sort of that time. And it was really, it, it was looking back I'm really glad that I, I chose at that time to put myself first and to really create that space for myself to work out what was next and I think at the time I was noticing in other women and also I had seen in myself is that you know when you start out in business you say often say yes to everything you know work out all the details later but just say yes to it all and overcommit particularly I think in when you're providing services, I used to schedule my diary, my days right down to the, to the second. Every yeah. single second was, was scheduled, um, personal and commitment. And, and, you know, I'd be pushing through day after day, just trying to do it all, trying to, you know, servicing clients, growing the business. And, and then you have personal and family commitments as well. And we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves trying to do all the things perfectly and, you know, pushing through day after day doesn't serve us. And I realised that, you know, because you're not at your best when you are pushing through and you're not at your best for anyone else. So for your family, your loved ones and your clients. And I think um, I just love being busy, you know, loved multitasking, doing all the things. And don't you find that sometimes, and I definitely am raising my hand on this one. It almost feels like a badge of honor. You're so yes. busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I can have 101 things on the go and manage my family and my personal life and everything in yes. between. And it's like, you're just on this constant. And I don't know that I would even be able to, pinpoint why I feel the need to do that because I don't feel like I feel confident. I don't feel like I'm trying to prove anything to mm. anyone. It's all sort of in my own self and my own mind. I'm like trying to prove something to myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely, completely agree with you. 
And, you know, I, I loved um, filling every moment and doing all the things. And, but, yeah, for me, there definitely came a time where, you know, and that, that stress just slowly builds up and builds up and builds up. And, you know, you can feel, and I was seeing women, you know, overwhelmed and frustrated. In some cases, you can be resentful as well. And it does impact everything in life can be chaotic and then things can appear a lot harder than they are life can get quite quite complex when you've got so much going on and so I could see you know and I saw this in myself I could see this in other women as well and yet um and the focus for me is all about simplifying I'm not not suggesting that we stop everything in life because it's completely unrealistic and I don't want to do that. Like quit your job, sell all yeah. of your possessions, move across the world. Yeah. <laughs> do nothing. But yeah. I mean, I, I, we can't, we've got businesses, careers, families, but we all want to contribute and participate and do things. So I really believe we can let go of that busy and, but, but still live a full life in a way that supports us. And it's about sort of slowing down and creating space and being more intentional about how we create our lives and where we spend our time rather than just running from morning to night, just doing things. Um, and sometimes we're doing things that aren't actually important or we, and in some cases they're distracting us from what we really should be doing. Well, and don't you find that when you have a, and I am so guilty of this. And it's sort of just like this cycle that needs to have like a stop put to it, but it's hard to know how to stop it sometimes of yes. you get to the end of your day. And I know from when I woke up in the morning till when I go to bed at night, everything that's on my list of things to do from business perspective, work or lifestyle with my family, all of the things in between, but I get to the end of my day and I'm like, what did I actually do today? Like I was busy all day long. I don't feel like I've completed anything great. I know I've done a lot of things, but nothing feels sort of finished or done. I just know that again, tomorrow I have another full list of things to do and I'm going to press repeat and do this all over again. Yeah, I've absolutely been there. And I think, gosh, the internet can be such a distraction. I think, you know, it's... <laughs> Totally. No, no, you can just be, you know, you can move. I, and I know I've been here, you know, moving through your day and, and you know, uh, I've yeah, not achieved anything. But, you know, there's social media. There's all these things that um, our inbox can be really distracting. But, um, you know, I know, when I took that time off, I knew that I didn't want to be in this place again and I really had to commit to really slowing down and really simplifying and creating that life for myself because I could just see this this pattern and and that's what I'm here to do today I love help pe helping people you know simplify their life so that we're doing less of that busy stuff and so that they can experience more ease joy and meaning and I really believe that you can create a bigger impact by doing less and that's and I help people with this, with the simplicity impact formula that you mentioned, which I have to say is not a one size fits all approach because we all live a unique life. We've all got a unique path and it really is a simple, a simple step-by-step -step process that supports people through their daily life. It guides the decisions that they make, helps them navigate really intense, complex and chaotic times in life and business with more ease and grace and it helps you simplify and really reconnect and communicate with yourself and to identify what's most important and this formula actually isn't new when I had the time off I could see that this formula is something that I'd been using throughout my whole life I just wasn't actually quite aware of it and but it was really birthed the start of it was birthed when I was in hospital recovering from my injury 11 years ago. Um, and I've been developing it over that time and starting to live it. And yeah, I've been using it throughout, throughout my life, but I, it didn't really come to the forefront of my mind until 11 years ago. And then a couple of years ago when I took time off, I thought, yes, these processes I've been using throughout my whole life. And since then I've built on that and developed it more. But, um, and I've been using it in my business to help people with their social media. And it's yeah, really 
about helping people create that solid foundation from so that they from which to run their life and their business. I love that. So I would love to dig for my listeners that are listening today. And I put myself in this category too, of just, I'm loving everything that you're talking about simplicity. How would, how does your simplicity impact formula that you're talking about, what would be some practical ways? So let's use me as an example here, as I'm telling you all about the things that I'm feeling overwhelmed with in life. How do you get started with somebody when you're working with them and you're, and somebody is maybe trying to figure out whether or not um, they're, they're most likely aware that they need to find some simplicity because they're probably in an overwhelmed state and they just know that something's got to give. Um, how do you get started with them? What are some practical strategies of maybe even just questions that you might ask somebody when they're getting started um, so that my listeners can actually be stepping in the right direction today after hearing this? And I'm sure there's some light bulb moments going off right now. Um, There sure are for me, even just listening to the things you're saying of just recognizing that it's not healthy and it's not expected to live in that state of sort of your like central nervous system being on a high all the time throughout the day and only really resting when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and I think the thing to be aware of too is we're, I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. And it's not, it's, I don't want anyone to think that there's this formula and it's going to be smooth sailing and rainbows every single day because it won't and, and life happens and it, life happens for us. And I think we're here to experience all the feelings and everything in life, but it's really about giving people this step-by-step process to, and, you know, some tools and, and tips and strategies to help them recognize when they're in that space and then to help them move through daily life or really challenging times with you know, more ease. I'll get back to the show in 20 seconds, but I wanted to take you on a quick throwback. Remember the fun candies of the 80s? Fun dip, garbage pail kids, bottle caps. If you are on the lookout for a creative way to cheer up a friend, show your significant other, best friend, coworker, anyone special in your life that you care, I've curated an adorable, delicious, and unique retro sweet treat grazing box. A beautiful, delectable candy grazing box can be shipped right to your door or as a surprise to a friend's doorstep to really make their day. Doorstep delivery is available in Saskatoon and shipping is available across Canada. And because we could all use more joy right now, as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you get an exclusive code to receive 15% off with the code CELEBRATE15. You can click right from home at celebratingsimplelife.com and use the code CELEBRATE15 because today is a great day to celebrate. All right, friend, back to the show. I find that that's kind of the thing though. Like once you, I find for myself, I love that you said just sort of a strategy and then committing to things. Like I find it's often just the, when you're so in it, when you're so in your day and it's hard to kind of see through the fog of the busyness and through all of the things that you feel have to be there, but having an outside perspective, like talking with, with you, you're not, you're not in my day-to-day life. So you're able to hear what I'm saying, but you can be a fresh perspective in actually being able to ask the right questions and eliminate the things that don't need to be eliminated. And I find sometimes even just saying those things out loud to somebody else, you realize you just even realize in just doing that and that into itself is sort of taking a step in the right direction of committing to make changes rather than just hoping that everything's going to resolve itself by keeping on doing the same thing you're doing every day. Definitely. And, and it's about taking, I'm, well, I'm about doing things simply and taking small steps. And there, I mean, there are three core pillars that I have that are in the simplicity and impact formula and it's freedom, focus and fulfillment. And it's not, and if you look at freedom, it's not just about having freedom in your schedule. It's about looking, I mean, do you have freedom across all areas of your life? And it's freedom in your thoughts, freedom in freedom in your schedule can be one of them, but have you got space to simply be, have you got space in all areas of your life? And then the, and the second pillar is all around focus and, 
looking at, you know, do you have focus? Are you focused on the right things? Are your are the decisions that you make values driven? Are you focused, you know, on the vision that you want to create for your life? Because I think often, um, and I speak to people who, yeah, yeah, I'm focused, I'm doing all the things, but it's are you focused on the right things that are going to help you create that vision, that are help, going to help you simplify? And then the last um, core pillar is all about fulfilment. You know, are you feel, feeling fulfilled in everything you do across all areas in, in your business, you know, in with your friendships, in relationships? Are you feeling that fulfilment? Because I think we've got this life and I, I just think, you know, fulfilment is incredible. And I think that's often the hardest, the hardest, that's the last pillar and the last thing that I like to work on because that can, you know, that can bring up a lot of things for people. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely, I mean, just even some simple tips for listeners. I think one of the key things is, and as I said, it's not about stopping everything, but just, a, you know, one powerful thing that you can do is to start creating small pockets of time in your day to reconnect with yourself. And now I love to meditate, but some people don't. And if, if I think we've all got two two minutes to spare in our day, five minutes, we can all find that time. And, you know, I invite people to, and schedule it in your, in your calendar as well and create a regular time or maybe two times a day or three times a day that you do this, but just to put your phone down, to walk away from the laptop, to be by yourself if you can, and to close your eyes and focus on your breath. Just simply taking those deep breaths can have a really big impact. You really start to slow down the thoughts and, and really you can start feeling quite grounded just from doing that. And I think often if we're in that really busy state and doing all the things, we, 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 don't, we don't stop and do that and really reconnect with ourselves. So we can do that. Um, and, and two other things that we can start looking at you know, to create some more freedom is to really start saying no and to be okay with that. Well, I was, I was just having this conversation actually with a guest a couple weeks ago and we were talking about how no thank you is a full sentence. Yes. (laughs) No explanation needed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's 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 challenging at times I still find find it challenging but yeah absolutely we don't, we don't need to explain we can just say no right and it's and that's not it. up to well, us no, thank you yeah it's not up to us to make everybody else feel okay I mean obviously I think especially as women we are caregivers um, for the most part and yes. are naturally um, in a lot of our demeanor is we want to make sure that everybody around us is okay. And whether that's our family, our friends, our colleagues, clients, all of it. And I know for myself, I, for some reason, think it's okay that I take care of everybody else, even to my own detriment. And Mm. I don't know whom, whom I'm trying to please more so than taking care of myself so that I can take care of the people that are around me because those things just don't go hand in hand. If I'm, if I'm flat on the ground, I am of no help to anybody. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I am, my mind, my mind is having major aha moments during this conversation, Deborah. This is beautiful. So I feel like that kind of leads a little bit into so for feeling, for feeling burnout and overwhelm and stress and the things that come up, we're, we're not suggesting that we're eliminating, like those are things that are going to happen every single day. We're all human. Things pop up from little to catastrophic every single day. Mm-hmm. And depending on our state is kind of depending on how we can react to those things, right? And I think yeah. that sometimes... I've been so guilty of this too, where I know that I'm pushing myself too hard. I know that I haven't gotten enough sleep. I know that I haven't been eating well or any of those things, those factors that can all come in. And I think sometimes it's really easy to kind of not put all the puzzle pieces together and realize that those things are all working together on a daily basis. And even being 
even just being hangry, like a little bit hungry can cause you to maybe snap at somebody when you weren't meaning to, just because you're not in, you're not fully listening to what your body is telling you it needs. Yes. Yeah. And we just, oh, I bring up that word again. I don't like that word hustle, but you know, particularly as business owners, we're hustling and pushing through day after day and we, we forget to listen to our body and we forget to reconnect to ourselves and, and, it, and one thing I don't know, I, yes, I see a lot is that we, um, you know, people push through day after day and then we think, okay, we'll get a massage once a month, that'll be fine. And then we'll continue pushing through or we'll go on a weekend away, come back on Monday and then, you know, they continue pushing through and it's the same pattern. And then there's another, you know, couple of days away or a holiday. And, you know, I love... All those things are great. I love travel and love massage and manicures and all those things. But I, I think the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to really create those small pockets of time. Just start with two minutes a day just to stop and just to breathe, mm-hmm. you know, just to calm our thoughts down, just to start being really intentional about how we create our days and to really focus on how we're actually feeling as well. And I think that's, they're such powerful things to do every day, you know, and this can be part of our self-care practice. It doesn't cost us anything and it can take, you know, a few minutes. It can take a lot longer, but I think, you know, starting with one or two minutes a day is something that we can all do and then build from there. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I have personally experienced this myself. I feel like I've become a lot more aware to know what things need to be fitting into my day from a self-care perspective. And there's days where you just feel like it just doesn't fit in, but on the days where I haven't taken, which sometimes weeks go by and I realize, oh my goodness, I'm so falling out of the habits that I know that I should be um, including in my day because they just make me feel better. And for some reason, your mind still just goes to, oh, but I have so much to get done. But on the days that I have taken minutes to just take a break in between and not stack meetings so close together or make sure there's just a little bit of time in between different things where you can go for a walk or make a tea or like just anything. It really does just calm calm my insides down. And I think that sometimes we're just on autopilot and our insides don't even really have the opportunity to tell our brain to press pause. (laughs) No, definitely. And yeah, I, um, one thing I do and it's the same as, as you is with, uh, I mean, I used to schedule my calendar all color coded and every single second was, you know, allocated to something, which is great. But you know, when things pop up or life happens, um, you know, you know, you can't fit anything else in then of course you've got no space for yourself. So now I schedule extra time if I put an appointment in, say it might be 45 minutes, I'll put in an hour. And But the key is with that extra time, not to check my emails, not to go on social media, not to fill it up with more busy things, but to actually step away from the computer or my phone and make a cup of tea or, or coffee or do a meditation or go for a quick walk or something like that. And yeah, as you say, it makes such a difference. Well, and I like what you said too. I feel like one of the things that I it's again, easier said than done, but that I try to remind myself of is it sometimes thinks, I think that we sometimes tell ourselves that if we're not fitting all of this in to our schedule, then somehow we're not doing enough as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or we're almost like missing out on business opportunities. And I've told myself many times where saying, this is something that I actually heard on a podcast years ago is saying no or yes to anything is saying no or yes to something else. So if you're saying no to an opportunity that comes up because you've told yourself you're going to keep your schedule more free, you're saying yes to keeping your schedule more free. And that often can lead to other incredible opportunities presenting themselves that might actually serve you better. And I'm like thinking of an example of even from a few weeks ago, I had a fairly busy work day, everything's scheduled as you were mentioning, work color coded and things to things, everything's minute to minute. 
and a friend was going through a really hard time and messaged out and said, I just need to change things up today. Let's just go for a drive and grab a coffee. I'm just, I'm just really needing to change my scenery today. And I was like, immediately I looked at my schedule. That was the first thing I did. And this is like my dear friend. And I looked at my schedule and I was like, what am I doing? I need to drop everything right now because she's reaching out. She needs me. And this is way more purposeful than the 25 things I felt needed air quotes (laughs) to, to get done today. And it was sort of a aha moment of this doesn't matter right now. What she's asking me matters. And that should never be even a question of when that comes up. And obviously there are certain times and things where you have something specifically scheduled, but I just feel like in that moment, I realized that there was opportunities that were presenting themselves and I could have said no. And that would have been totally fine. There would have been no hard feelings of me saying no, but I wasn't opening myself up to like being Uh, being the friend that I want to be, being the human that I want to be and realizing that that is sort of our purpose is to take care of each other. And Mm -hmm. it was just really a big aha moment for me to realize that it was okay to just close the laptop lid and not think about it and to know that I was exactly where I needed to be in that moment. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's, um, I think, yeah, it's, it's okay to pause. It's okay to stop. Mm-hmm. And the world, and, like we've, we're, I think too, the interesting part is, is that we've seen, I think for the first time in most of our, in most of our adult lives, yeah. this is the first time that we've experienced what felt like the world stopping yes. during this yep. world pandemic. You know, like I have never in my 38 years of life experienced anything like this before. And there's been a lot of other things that have happened previous prior to my birth that have happened in the world where I'm sure there are some similarities to what's going on right now, but the world literally stopped (laughs) for a long period. Right. And I think that that's such a incredible, especially because we're all in this together. This was not just one town, city, country, continent. This was the literal world all experiencing this in different ways, but nonetheless, we could all relate to each other. And I just, I've used that as so much in my mind right now, when I think something needs to be in my schedule, I keep thinking, huh, I remember back in March when the day the day the world stopped is essentially what it felt like. And I know all of our countries kind of had that happen in different dates, but in March, when that happened for us here in Canada, it just was sort of one of those things where I remember this freedom of as scary as it was, and don't get me wrong, it was scary to be all of a sudden canceling everything for the foreseeable future, but there was something energizing about deleting, 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 deleting all of these appointments in my thing, deleting all these projects. And it involved a lot of extra work to try to cancel stuff. But there was like, I could feel the layers just like of relief coming off of me. And now as things are kind of resuming a little bit again, more so than they were before, it's easy just to jump right back into that pattern. And it's hard to kind of make that be the habit. It is. It's not, yeah, it's not easy. And as you say, I think, yeah, this year has been, I think every, everybody in some way has been impacted by the pandemic and it's been absolutely devastating and and one of the things I think that's definitely come out of it for me is that I'm just so grateful for all those little things mm-hmm. you know being able to connect with people face to face and going out and getting a coffee and and doing doing all these things and it's um yeah, it definitely has given us the opportunity to slow down and and I also think I um, was talking to a guest on on my podcast recently and you know I I work from home as a lot of entrepreneurs do but there's also been a lot of people during this time who were working in offices who are now working from home and we were talking about this on the podcast and um, 
um, my guest was saying that, you know, a lot of people are just feeling even more pressure at the moment and are even more busy because, and they're actually doing more work because they are at home. And I think some businesses have been greatly affected by um, the pandemic and, and others are thriving and, and still busy, but their whole work and, and their whole work environment has changed and they've taken on even more stress and more busyness. And mm -hmm. I think it's, um, it, it's important, I think, now more than, now more than ever to really, to really slow down and to really try and create those even, yeah, as I was saying, just two to five minutes of, you know, breathing or, you know, just reconnecting to yourself, just creating those small pockets of time that, so that we can simply be and, and feel a little bit more centred as we move through this, this time that we're in. Absolutely. So what would be, I feel like the topic of boundaries has been sort of front and center in a lot of female conversations for sure for a long time of just how do, how does one stop feeling guilty about the boundaries? Cause this is where this comes from, right? Where you start making changes in your life and you recognize that there's a problem, but you aren't sure what to do. Slowly you start making changes to try to figure out how life can feel better. And then you start realizing that the friends and family and business associates and anyone else that's in your world of things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis start feeling affected by the things that you're choosing to do because it's uncomfortable mm. for others. <laughs> yeah. Again, us trying to take care of everybody else but ourselves. It's uncomfortable for others to watch somebody take steps towards their own simplicity in their life and creating habits that work for them because it means that they're not necessarily like that they're taking control of their own life and I think mm. that's hard for some people to it's hard for some people to watch that happen and I think often that sometimes is hard because maybe they wish that that was something that they were doing in their own life but they haven't gotten to a place of doing that yet so you almost yes somebody else and are resentful towards their habits or something <laughs> And I think when you're caught, when when you are in that that um, when life is complex and and you know there's so much going on, when you're in that space, it can be re really, really difficult and challenging to to start simplifying things and to really you know break that habit. But I think you know I've got my hand up here. I'm you know a people pleaser, and I think it's. I think it's in, when we're creating boundaries, it's important to be aware that, you know, we, we must take care of ourselves and it's really important to set those clear boundaries. And I've learnt personally, you need to, you need, you need to set them. It's important because it, it's, it's, it should be part of, it must be part of our self-care practice. And I think it's, I think being aware of our values and knowing what's important to us and, you know, and also um, being really clear on the vision, you know, that you have for your life and business is important. It's critical because when you know this, this will provide you with greater clarity and, and you'll know what to say yes to mm -hmm. and what to say no to and where to spend your time and also your energy. So I think when right. you're really clear on your values, it's, it makes that, process of setting boundaries simpler. Totally. Cause I think that's, I think the part that often is where it's easy to kind of fall off the wagon on habits like that is it feels exhausting. And I think we can almost mm -hmm. use this pandemic as a good example. It feels exhausting to make decisions right now because yes. everything feels so difficult it's not just an easy yes or no. There seems to be 50 other things that have to come into consideration for each decision that's made right now, taking mm. health and safety into a factor, making sure like just all the things, you know, and there've been times right now where I'm like, I'm just staying, I'm just staying home. I'm just not going to leave my house because it's just easy here. And I don't have to, I don't have to make <laughs> decisions, right? <laughs> Which is generally not my nature at all, but I feel like that's, I think, why it sometimes feels so hard, right? Is that 
you're absolutely right. The first step is kind of just being really certain and confident in figuring out what our values and purpose is so that everything else just feels like an easy yes or an easy no um, when coming to making decisions. Yeah, and, and I think, in, you know, and I think revert, uh, revisiting our values and our vision is important. It's not something I, I don't believe just to do once a year. It's something that we can continually look at because our values and our purpose can change over time. So I think it's, it's you know, really good to revisit that regularly. And I think when you're setting boundaries, it's, you know, giving ourselves permission to say no to the things that don't serve us, that aren't aligned with where we want to go and to be okay with that. Well, uh, yeah. And I think if just... we're kind and respectful, other people will understand that as well. And if they don't, then that's a whole nother sort of decision to make, right? Like yes. I think it's just, it's always what, and we're not going to make perfect decisions and what you make for a decision today might feel different next week on something. Mm -hmm. But I think to give ourselves grace, to just feel like we're, we're, we're doing the best that we can and assuming the best in others, I think is also a big piece of it rather than assuming that, that others are intentionally trying to either sabotage or do something like that's not a healthy place to be and to just not be so hard on ourselves either I I know for myself like I can make one decision and think about it for weeks afterwards rather than just letting it be you know (laughs) oh yes overthinking I've been I'm good at that (laughs) it's a real it's a real (laughs) special gift But yeah, as you said, it's yeah, saying no, I mean, it, it's not easy and it can be really challenging. But, you know, if you're really clear on your boundaries and your values, it's, um, you know, saying no can be easier. I love that. This has been so lovely, Deborah. I need to ask you some personal speed questions that I ask oh, every yes. single guest before we wrap up our interview today. Um, I could talk with you for another eight hours because this is such a complex topic and I am just feeling so excited to implement some of these strategies into my life starting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would love to know some fun details about your life. So I'm going to just ask you a few questions and then you can just let me know your answer to them. Okay. Ready. What is one thing you do in the morning that sets the tone for your day? Meditation. Brilliant. Are you a coffee drinker and what is your coffee order? Definitely a coffee drinker. And I, I swap between two. So it's either an, Almond, milk, flat white, or an espresso. Just depends on how I feel. Delish. Yum. Um, What is something that you always have in your purse day to day or something that you just cannot live without when you travel? Um, I've always got lipstick with me and I've always got my iPhone. And my iPhone, not for social media or emails, I don't um, really... Well, I've taken email off my phone and I've only got Instagram on my iPhone, but particularly for music, podcasts and audiobooks. Brilliant. All lovely self-care items. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What is your favorite junk food? Oh, plain potato crisps. And I've been, I have to say, I've been diving into those I've been at home a lot. <laughs> Let's be honest. We've all been eating a lot of extra calories around here while we're managing the pandemic and being at home. However, I've been having, I've been having some, some digestive situations going on and it's been a real, a real blessing in disguise because it's forced me to eat really, really clean for a while. So I've put the chips (laughs) the chips and the chocolate down for a little while. And I got to say, it's been mentally clarifying, but I'm really, really missing certain things that I'm realizing I crutch on more than I probably should. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been in that space. Absolutely. What was the first or favorite concert you've ever attended? 
Hmm. Do you know, two of the first, well, I'm not sure if they were the first, but two of the concerts that I absolutely loved was I went to see In Excess with Michael Hutchins many years Mm -hmm. ago. Amazing. And I saw Harry Connick Jr. in concert at the Opera House. Oh. They were incredible. It was incredible. At the Opera House, of course. Like, how beautiful was that? It was, it was absolutely stunning and, and, yeah, beautiful location. And, yeah, that was many years ago. And I think it possibly could have been the first time he came to Australia. I'm not 100% sure of that. But it was just a very grand concert just with Harry Connick Jr. and a piano. And it was, yeah, it was incredible. Oh, my goodness. That's epic. I love that. What is one thing that you absolutely love to do in your free time? Um, I love strength training at the gym and listening to podcasts. Love it. Have you, here's, here's a totally side question to that. Have you climbed the Sydney bridge since that's such a touristy thing to do in your city? (laughs) You know, I haven't. Are you telling me that I have climbed the Sydney bridge (laughs) and you have not? That is correct. (laughs) I'll be honest, I was quite scared to do this because it's not a small bridge. It is very big. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, like what if I fall into the harbor? However, it was honestly as touristy a thing as it is. And maybe everybody in Australia and everybody in Sydney is like, oh yeah, who goes and does that? Only Only the Canadians who come to visit Australia maybe. But it was so breathtaking. It was like you climb up there, you feel like you're on top of the world and you've got this like beautiful 360 view of the whole entire harbor and the opera house and just the city, first of all. And it was like magical. It would have been. It's definitely, it's one of those, it is on my list of things to do. And I just, yeah, I haven't, haven't done it, but that, yeah, the, that view is spectacular. I love it. So where is your favorite travel destination or place that you cannot wait to go once travel opens up again? I've got a whole list. (laughs) Um, You're going to be unstoppable. Your calendar is just going to be smashed full of travel. (laughs) Oh, I love, um, oh gosh, I love, I would love to go on a beautiful tropical island holiday, but one of my favorite destinations was Hawaii. My husband and I went there a couple of years ago and we absolutely fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. We went to the big island, which I think was our favourite, and went to Maui and um, and to Honolulu and it was just spectacular. We, we loved it. Oh, Hawaii is just the best. I totally agree. Um, what would, last question, what would your perfect day look like? What would be a few things that you would fit into your perfect day if you had nothing on your schedule and no commitments and you could do whatever you wanted? Oh, I love that question. Um, I would, I always start my day with meditation and, and gratitude. So I would do that and probably I'd go to the beach, have lunch with a friend go to the gym and then end the day with a great movie and dinner with my husband. I'm very, it's very simple. Uh, That sounds absolutely magical. I love it. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you, Deborah. Thank you so much for being on the show and just for your beautiful simplicity insights on how we can all take little steps towards living our lives with purpose. Oh, Kimberly, thank you so much. It's, it's been so wonderful to continue this conversation with you and I really appreciate it and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share all of this with your listeners as well. So thank you very much. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Conexus. Does money spark joy in your life or cause you stress? If you said stress, you're not alone. For 42% of Canadians, their biggest stressor comes from money. At Conexus, they care about your financial well-being. Money doesn't have to be stressful, and Conexus is here to help. The Conexus Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events. 
getting married, buying a house, budgeting, saving, they cover it all and more. And did I mention it's free? Check it out today at connexusmoneytalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show, and if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life.